Welcome to the engineer-ish, or as we like to say, engineer minus the ish. Wait, so are we taking the ish out? Or are we putting the ish in? Ah, <laughs> you already know, girl. I'm putting it in. <laughs> Still the most unique math problem we've been puzzled by, solved, and certainly revisited throughout our journey as engineers. I'm Tori. And it's your boy, Drew. Welcome, welcome, welcome. To the engineers. Ish. Uh, minus the ish. Are we taking the ish out or are we putting the ish in? I'm going to take it out. I'm putting it in. Uh, no. The engineer ish now in session. Good afternoon, Andrew Martin. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. Good night. Yeah, it's like we have listeners across the country now, so we can't just we can't just go by where we are. So right, we're night. in different time zones and everything. You know what yeah. I'm saying? East coast, west coast, north, south, midwest, all over the world. It's like not <laughs> only do we have listeners in every area code, but also in different, I guess, parts of the continent. We should say country. That'll work. That that could work. That could work. <laughs> So tell me, without further ado, how are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. And I'm really excited because uh, I got some things going on. As you notice, you guys can't see me, but I have a a backpack on. Tell us about Um, that backpack. And inside this backpack is some rocks. And (laughs) the reason why I'm wearing a backpack with some rocks is because I have an upcoming race. Shout out to the Spartans out there. Um. I have an upcoming race. It's called the Spartan Hurricane Heat. It's a 12-hour race from 5 p.m. to 5 a.m. I don't know what I'm doing, but I have a list of gear that I have to bring. <laughs> Rope is included and duct tape is also included. It's going to be serious. It's going to be serious. But I am actually really, really excited about it. And for those who know me, everybody says the same thing. It sounds like it's right up your alley. So yeah, exactly. It does. <laughs> so I'm really, I'm really excited about about that. I get to challenge myself in a new way, um, and I feel like with every challenge comes growth. So that's oh, that's what I'm excited. I agree about. with that, guys. When Drew, when Drew showed up with this backpack on, I'm like looking at him like, what do you have? <laughs> is a parachute? You got a bomb? Like, what is what's going on? It could there, be anything. Sir? It could be anything. It's the new Kanye West. You know what I'm saying? It's the new Kanye. <laughs> hey, you know what? It looks <laughs> kind of stylish. I have to admit. Uh, how about you, Tori? What's going on in your life, man? How how are things going? What's popping? Um, things are going good this way. I don't have anything ex- as exciting as a Spartan race or obstacle courses, but I guess you can say life's kind of like. I was gonna say life is life. an obstacle course, life absolutely. Is. Highs and lows, ups and downs, going under, going uh, through. Yeah. You got to get through it. You got to do it life somehow. Is a daily Spartan race. You're always you hey, hey quote it, quote it. That's a quotable. It's about how you get through that race. <laughs> yeah, hopefully you're dropping some, you're dropping some of the load along the way instead of carrying it with you. So yeah, yeah, let's do All it. Right. Well, that's that's good. I mean, you know, good. life is life is always there. I, I think it's a funny thing, right? Like, you know, sometimes sometimes life gets hard, right? You know what I'm saying? Sometimes life will, mm-hmm. life will beat you up. But I think the funny, the, the ironic funny part about it is you'd be real mad if life didn't show up one day. If life was like, you know what? I think I'm gonna take the day off. You, I think you'd be very <laughs> you upset. Wonder, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you you'd be like, Jesus, really, really? You wasn't gonna? I don't know. I don't know if you subscribe to Jesus or not. You know what I'm saying? But I'm just saying, whoever, whoever that somebody, you gonna talk to somebody. Is. You won't write a letter. You are gonna put leave exactly. a review on Yelp or something. <laughs> review on Yelp. I don't that know. Reminds me of Reddit. I don't know if uh, 
any of the listeners, well, I'm sure at some point people look on Reddit, but I was, I'm thinking about earlier today, like me and my friends. So I'm a cereal eater. Um, this is a sidebar. A cereal so I'm, eater. I'm a person that <laughs> loves cereal, like going okay. down the cereal aisle. It's not is, what I thought you meant, but please continue. <laughs> going down the cereal aisle is temptation for me. So I was pouring my cereal and the first thing I pour is, so if you're eating cereal, what do you pour first, the milk or the cereal? I got to pour the cereal first. Okay. So I'm a little different. I pour the milk first. Why would so, you do that? And my friend saw, she was like, everything's so wrong about that. Yeah, very, very much backwards. But I'm not judging you, please. <laughs> but I was going like saying that to say on Reddit, people go so hard about different, different topics. So she looked up this and somebody wrote like, literally, it felt like a thesis on the art of pouring <laughs> milk or the art of eating cereal. Yeah. How incorrect that that is. So Dang, they wrote a whole dissertation on it. Dissertation. Huh? But I feel like I'm not the only one. Like I'm definitely that's guys, that's going to be in. Drew was talking about there's a new poll, a way to take a poll. Yes. Uh, yes. Questions. Mention what goes that. first, the cereal or the milk? Yeah, so we can we can post polls like along with each episode now. Um, so I haven't figured out where they're actually going to pop up at, but somewhere you should see a poll. <laughs> somewhere. Yeah, somewhere. Questions. I don't know. I'm not sure if it's Spotify or if it's just like when you go on the web version. I don't know yet. Uh, we're still yeah. kind of playing with it to see. Uh, but I thought it was interesting, whatever. I think it's pretty cool. We get a little more engagement from you all yeah. out yeah. there in digital land. Yeah. So look out for that question. So what do you pour first when you're eating cereal? The milk? You guys know what the right answer is. Or the don't cereal. mess it up. Yeah, you guys stand by me. (laughs) Anyway, uh, let's do a recap and I'm going to put it since you're being so, uh, so weird about me pouring milk first. I'm going to, I'm going to push the topic. Well, not the topic, but last year's re last year, last year. Come on now, Tori. <laughs> last Miss Martin, get it together. That's, that's what's wrong episode. with it, y'all. It's because she kept pouring that milk first. That's what <laughs> happened. All y'all milk pours out there. This is what you get when you pour the milk first. <laughs> there's a there's lasting consequences. But no, so last last episode, what did we talk about? Let's do a little bit of a recap. Yeah, episode recap. Let's go way, way, way on back. Uh, to one episode ago, right? One episode ago, we talked a little bit about the misconceptions of engineers, right? What are what are some of the things that you have either been asked, uh, where, whether it was a random question? Yeah. Um, a lot of times it comes from those who are the closest to us, right? They just, Unfortunately. <laughs> just their ignorance. They don't know any better. Don't blame them, right? Um, but different things that, that you've been told or even things that you may have assumed about engineers um, you know, kind of going into the industry before you actually became one and realized what it really was, right? That was that was kind of our topic for the very first episode of season, season two, two as we made our return of the Jedi, right? <laughs> the Jedi. Um, yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm actually reminded of one that you that one of your biggest pet peeves, yes, for uh, misconceptions, and that is people throwing the engineer in all kinds of different i think you were saying yes. yours was, uh which which engineer because i said mm-hmm. we could just say i know exactly what it is i know <laughs> i know exactly what it is no offense no offense i gotta say this you're probably very making clearly. enemies right now people no offense to the sanitation workers but sanitation sorry guys engineer. sorry guys <laughs> i don't i can't call you a sanitation engineer can't do it can't do it i said sanitation it here doctor 
Yeah, I mean, that's right. I mean, you know, maybe, you know, maybe you could graduate to a level of doctorate. I don't know. I, maybe I need to do my research. You know what I'm saying? You know, Y'all what, help, you know help what I'm going to do? I'm, I'm, I'm super interested just to see what type of skills, like engineering skills are in a sanitation engineer's job. So I'm going to look it up at some point I am because I'm like so interested. You should, you should do that. I mean, who knows what you may find? You know, I don't, I've, I've been wrong before, you know, so, you know, it could happen again. So Maybe not often, but you know, I'm going to, you guys just next time, uh, next episode, we're, we're going to be answering that. I'm going to be answering like, Hey, is there any parallels to an engineer and this sanitation who has that extra engineer? I mean, I also in, in, in the defense, and then we'll leave sanitation engineers alone <laughs> so, right? in defense of my sanitary brothers out there and sisters. Right. I say engineering <laughs> is all about problem solving. Right. Yeah, that's trash is definitely a problem. Trash is definitely a yeah, problem. Yeah, if you think about pollution and stuff, it is. Yeah, and somebody's got to solve it. So maybe, maybe. <laughs> I'm just saying maybe. I'm not making any definitive statements at this point, but we'll leave it with a maybe. But why couldn't it be like sanitation technician or sanitation analyst? <laughs> like why? I don't know. I feel like an analyst isn't enough. I need a little more action behind it than, a, oh, than an analyst. I don't want you out here. You know, what would you say if you walked outside and saw the trash man just looking at your trash like, hmm, 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 you know, humming a lot where, about it. Hmm. Where does this bag go? Yeah, yeah. You know, I don't think I'd be like, you know what? Somebody need to fire this guy. He's terrible. He's not hey, good at what he good, does. That's a point that you have there. Yeah, it's a little bit more. Got to be so more than an analyst. No, nah, okay. Now you're making an analyst mad. You better. Be- oh, my bad. My bad. Shout out to the analysts out there. No offense <laughs> to the analysts either. We need analysts in certain industries. Maybe not in that. I'm sure there's analytical parts of that as well. Let's just move on. Let's See, you're just, just putting your foot in your mouth. <laughs> move on. So on. that was that was topic time for last week. So we had a lot of uh, fun and there was insight and breaking some of those myths, busting some of those myths, bursting some of those myths about engineers so yeah that's what um, we're here for yeah and i'm i'm especially excited about this season because we talked on the subject of crucial conversations and how those pretty much rule our life at every i feel like at every frequency every phase of life there's a difficult conversation that has to be had and sometimes we ask ourselves like man should i have really confronted that in the moment that i did or was Mm -hmm. my tone wrong Mm -hmm. so this is going to be a, 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 another topic surrounding that, Drew. So I'm going to, I feel like I'm really like targeting you, but that's it's fine. Like, target, target me. I got a, I got a bullseye on my chest. I know. So, I, right. I'm helping you build endurance for this race. So I'm like, taking I'm, it. I'm taking all the heat today. Mental, mental, mental. It's the mental. Let's do first. It. Okay. So obviously we have times where we want to avoid confrontation, conversation mm-hmm. with people. Because sometimes, like, you know, what we say, um, what we say is lasting. So let's talk sure. a little bit about a difficult or dreaded conversation that needed to be had in the workplace. Tell me what your approach was mm-hmm. and maybe what you could have done differently or moving forward, knowing what you know now, because you read the book Crucial Conversation. Yes, yes. No, no, I think I think this is a this is a great topic, it's especially surrounding the workplace mm-hmm. um you know it, it's it has become just glaringly obvious um how important communication is 
especially yeah. in the workplace, um, mm-hmm. especially as an engineer. Like it's it is it is the key foundation to being successful to me in this in this particular career choice. Yeah. Right. Um, and being able to communicate well, um, I think is is vitally important because issues are going to come up. No team is perfect. Like there are always going to be things that people either disagree on or, or um, you know, there may be uh, different different opinions about things. And to me, like when you talk about collaboration and creating something great, mm-hmm. um, in order to get to that point, there there has to be some some discussion and some Definitely. melding yeah. of ideas in order to take something that was just a single person's idea and kind of create something that the group all agrees with. Um, yeah, together. I agree with that. And then if you think about it, why do most group projects fail? It's because of some mm-hmm. type of communication blunder within that whole oh, yeah. situation like it's everything is all surrounded around crucial conversations absolutely so I, I definitely feel like it is it is a foundational um principle and it's uh, honestly I think it's unfortunate that it's not something that oftentimes engineers and, and people in general um in the career world or in the corporate world um, are often kind of taught about how to be a better communicator yeah um not- Yep. And in many cases it's lacking. And like, you, you notice that it's a lot of issues and that could have been like solved from the very beginning if communication Mm -hmm. was there. So Mm -hmm. absolutely. So Um, now you're going to take us, you're going to take us down the road where you let's go on a journey. Yeah. Tell us about a difficult and dreaded conversation that needed to be had in the workplace. So think back, rewind. Yeah. 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 No, I mean, it's, it's, it's definitely happened before. Um, I've I've worked in situations in the past where mm-hmm. um, and this is and this is like I've always had a kind of a um, a bit of I don't know if a strong personality is the right word. Like, I don't I don't think I'm uh, I don't think I'm very like aggressive, abrasive. Or- um, yeah, or abrasive. But like I am very opinionated um, mm-hmm. and I'm not afraid like to share my opinions. And like I'm, I've always been the type of person I like to like I like to get stuff done. Like I don't. I don't, I, sometimes I lack patience. Sometimes that's a weakness <laughs> of mine, like of, is being impatient. Yeah. Um, and so I've been in situations before, especially when working with other people where their speed of work doesn't match my speed of work. Right. Yeah. Um, and especially when we're coming up to, you know, to deadlines and things like that, like, I want to make sure that my stuff is, you know, it's on point is done, you know, and if I'm working with other people, then, and we have to collaborate, then you got to get your part so that I can get, you know, my part, we got to do this yeah together right mm-hmm. um so being able to have those conversations i think is ex- extremely important um now the I, honestly i think the biggest thing that i have learned over my career um and in, in in my personal life as well when it comes to having crucial conversations is bef- before you even think about the conversation or or what do you want to say or you know whatever the problem may be the first thing that you need to understand is what kind of outcome are you looking for Okay. And this is this is why I say that that's so important. Um, and this is something that I did get from the from the Crucial Conversations book okay. um, is a, a lot of times when you're going into these conversations, you're you're already thinking, hey, this is going to be an argument. You know what I'm saying? Like we about to we about to battle this out until somebody concedes, to, you know, yeah. defeat. Right. Definitely. Um, a lot of times that's kind of your approach in, in mm-hmm. going in the conversation when ultimately most of the time, what you want out of the conversation is some kind of amicable conclusion, right? 
Um, but I think that oftentimes we don't go into the conversation with with that same with that same amicable amicable feeling. Right. And yeah. so that can create a lot of tension during the conversation. Somebody gets defensive. Now you're going back and forth and the whole conversation has gone completely the opposite way of the way that you actually wanted it to go. Yeah. 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 And I can definitely say that I've had many conversations like that, where you don't really think of the end goal. You don't have the end goal in mind when you, mm-hmm. before you have the conversation. Mm-hmm. So if you were to like, tell us about an actual conversation, I mean, I know you may have some proprietary stuff going on at work, but just like, give us an actual situation where you had this uh, conversation and where maybe your approach was not, you know, the best, but you know, you learned and you, maybe you applied a different type of approach after reading the book. Yeah. yeah. So an actual conversation that I had at, at one time was, was with a, with a manager of mine, um, previous at at a, at a previous place of employment. Right. Um, and in my opinion, I felt like my manager wasn't doing a good job of, uh, making sure that his direct reports were actually being responsible and accountable for the things that they were supposed to be doing. Right. As one of his direct reports, I'm supposed to be working with these other people to make sure that we're accomplishing a task. Mm -hmm. And so when the task doesn't get done and my manager is like, well, you know, what's what's going on? And I've shared, you know, my opinion about what's going on. And I feel like it hasn't been addressed with the other employees that they're not holding up their weight. Yeah. Um, Then it was at that point where I feel like I will. I need to have a conversation with my manager because. If, if this continues, I feel like now my job is going to be at jeopardy because it looks like I'm not getting my stuff done. Right. So you basically hit a point where it's like, okay, it's pretty much do or die. I need to say something now because it's going to affect me in a major way and I'm not willing to let it continue. Right. 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 And so that's that's where I kind of felt like I was in, in my opinion. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, now, again, going into the conversation my my goal in going into the conversation was not necessarily to make my manager do anything different. Um, but what I did want him to know was that if, if he's not going to step in and take that kind of authority, then I'm going to do what I feel like I need to do in order to get the information that I need to get mm-hmm. in order to be able to finish the project. Right. And okay. so, and so for, for me, like it, it, it was more of a, hey, I kind of want to put you on notice about, you know, what's, <laughs> you know, what's going on. Yeah. Um, and I, and I, I wanted to do it in a way like, because I didn't want to offend him about like, you know, not being a good manager, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I approached it from my own perspective in terms of, hey, like, I'm noticing that such and such, you know, saying is not really, is not really, you know, happening the in a, in a way where we're able to complete the project. And I say, we, I don't call nobody, you yeah, know, call yeah, anybody good, out. Um, good approach. But we're, where we're not able to complete the project. And I bring some ideas, like I was thinking, you know, if I was able to do, you know, blah, 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 blah. Um, would that, you know, and that was helpful to get the project done, you know, would you have any issue with that? Because he doesn't really have to do anything. You know, he was like, oh yeah, no, that's fine. And, and I, so, I want to say a good thing that you've done here that I might've done differently. So just knowing how you're like, hey, I'm going to do what I do. I'm going to do what I have to do to get like, you know, what I need. And you just kind of let him know this is the problem you see. Mm-hmm. For me, I think my aggression would have been at him. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, you're not doing this. 
this is why we're here. But then yeah. again, if I would have thought about what did I want to come out of it, it doesn't really serve a purpose of like, right. you know, kind of just like going in on him. Right. So I right. like that. I mean, I feel like you had some crucial conversations mentality before. Yeah. I mean, it, it, I've, I've had some practice. <laughs> I've had, I've had some practice. Certainly all of my conversations um, don't go well. Uh, and, and a lot of times, um, a lot of times, whether it's, whether it's with, you know, somebody that I'm working with or, or somebody that's outside of work, um, a lot of the issues that, that I personally run into is with assuming things. Right. Mm -hmm. um, so <laughs> you, you know, something something happens. Right. And we and we oftentimes kind of tell ourselves a story. And you, I don't know if you've gotten to this part in the book yet, but you, this might sound familiar to you. But something <laughs> happens and we tell ourselves a story about whatever it is that happened. Yeah. Right. Um, and and we don't necessarily know what the person's intent actually was around whatever may have happened. We just assume that they did because they were you know, you're trying to be mean to us or, you know what I mean? Like I whatever, whatever it may be. Right. You're preaching to um, the choir. <laughs> yeah. And so, but that's the story that we kind of go with. And so even when we approach the conversation, we approach it with that story behind it. Right. Yeah, it could yeah. have been something accidental. It could have been something very inadvertent. They could not have even known that this was something that they even did. Right. Um, and, you know, I, it's, it's to me, it's, it's one of those things like it's so easy for us to kind of assume that we already know right um but it's a uh, the, the harder part or at least for me like where my growth was was trying not to assume anything like even 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 the simplest of of statements right yeah i want to okay. try to ask clarifying questions to make sure that i that i do understand not only what you're in saying not only what you're saying but the intent behind what you're saying right because if you're go ahead I was just gonna say, I noticed you do that um, with just with conversations in general, you have a lot of like questions, like mm -hmm. just for clarity so that I think that that's probably something that a lot of people shy away from. If you ask too many questions, you could you could come across as a certain way or there's yeah. pri there's a lot of pride in asking questions because it's like, well, I don't want them to think I felt this way. So let mm -hmm. me just yeah let me just assume that i know you know what they were thinking yeah it, it, it definitely it definitely is and i've even had people ask me before like like essentially like why are you asking me all these dumb questions like and and <laughs> wow. and, and you know maybe it is a dumb question like but i'm i'm asking it because i don't want to assume that i that i know why already because I, I could be wrong. Like that's like for me, like that, that assumption is where you start to get into trouble because if you assume incorrectly now, like everything that you've based off of that assumption is now on false pretenses. So like, yeah, yeah. you kind of have to go back to the beginning and like reassess everything that you've thought about, like from that, from that point. And it makes um, it harder to undo. Like once you get down a certain, like once you oh, get, yeah move down certain far like you get down far far enough that comes becomes harder to rewind reverse like delete that thought pattern yep. so yeah yeah and and so this is this is another part that i that i want to add to this um because i think it really fits well kind of in this in this conversation um is i try to do the same thing when i explain what i'm thinking or how i'm feeling to somebody as well right so i try to explain my path of how I got to from where I was to where I am now. Because okay. again, what I've what I've found is in that path, I have made some unconscious assumptions, 
right? And when I explained to people, okay, you know, this is this is where I was at. And at this point, you know, this is kind of where my head was. This is what I was thinking. And then sometimes they'll be like, oh, well, that wasn't, at that point, I had no clue that you were even upset with me yet. So, you know what I mean? Like, I didn't, I didn't know that's why you were asking that question. Like, we could have, we have had, I known that I would have answered it very, very differently. And it's one of those things like, oh, it's, it's, it's so, to me, it's, it's crazy ironic how big, like, miscommunication is Oh, for almost any problem that you have, major. almost it's, always you can tie it back to a miscommunication where something was said and it just wasn't interpreted in that way. Like, and I will say a lot of that, a lot of that, unfortunately, lies in not having face to face conversations anymore. So if you, you mm-hmm. think about it, we live in a world where a lot of our meetings are on Zoom. When yep. you think about Zoom, think yep. about how many people actually have the camera on. So yep. you don't see facial expressions. We text a lot. We email a lot. And if you hear a part, like depending on the type of language that's in the email, you're automatically assuming somebody's getting smart with you. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. They tried to call me out like and then. (laughs) Yeah, it is. My my favorite punctuation is the exclamation point. I love I love (laughs) an exclamation point, you know, and and, but I don't like like I try not to use them in a bad way, but I like exclamation points. So sometimes, you know, I put exclamation points, you know what I mean? Exclamation points can not only show like you're being demanding or direct but it just means you're excited i don't use those too much yeah in uh professional emails sometimes maybe if it's something like positive like oh great information something like that but i don't yeah. like <laughs> i don't i don't like you know try to guilty as charged you know I mean? it's all right <laughs> i'm not like, like drew so okay so that was good I, it sounds like you're like with your difficult conversation you pretty much had it in a in a like it was it worked out well but would you say like based on the result and like you know what that manager said to you how things mm-hmm. went from then on do you, was is there anything that you would have done differently based on reading the book or do you think like- yeah so I think um I don't know that I I uh directly addressed my concern as well as I should have and what I mean uh-huh. by that is the conversation was had right the next project we were able to get things done, but I still had similar frustrations moving forward, right? And so even though, even though for me, like I know what I have to do to kind of get things done, mm-hmm. um, it was still kind of, it was still frustrating to be in a situation where my manager is, seems to be completely oblivious to what's happening on his team. And so I felt like, I felt like, I probably could have addressed that issue more directly um, and had a conversation with him more about like how we're performing as a team and how like we we see him as a leader uh-huh. um, or, or how, you know, how his leadership is kind of where it's taking us or kind of my, you know, my thoughts on what, you know, what's going on or something like that. Yeah, um, I see what you mean. Yeah, but I think, and that's, again, I'm, I'm the type of person, like, especially in a work environment, like, I, I try not to mess with pe- people's ego, um, because I know it can be, it can be a very touchy, you don't have to say a lot about somebody's ego, and they'll jump off the deep end real quick, because it's, men it's kind of have a, a fragile thing. ego. Like, yeah, yeah, definitely do, especially let a woman start telling them something. It's like, yeah, oh, yeah, it, that's a whole, that's a whole different, different story. Um, <laughs> different story for a different day. 
Absolutely, absolutely. And so I, I try to be careful kind of in that in that particular space. Um, but I do say that's a you know, that's a particular area that I think I could use some work on even even still is is when addressing issues that, you know, sometimes sometimes you'll this is a key to know when I'm really nervous. <laughs> I, I use a lot of words like I'll talk around the issue. Right. Like when I'm when I'm nervous or when I don't know, know, know what to say, I'll you'll ask me like a question and I'll give you a whole lot. But I haven't really answered the question. I'm telling you, Drew, you actually just did that. Like when I when I asked you this question about the difficult conversation, you did go around it. But I felt like you were just trying to you were just trying to give a little bit of a story before you actually led into it. So good storytelling. Either way, you eventually answer the question. Well, thank you. <laughs> yeah, so good. So I thank you for sharing that with me and the listeners. I'm glad to see that your uh, conversation went well. And then a good the thing about that, that's another positive, is sometimes those converse, conversations can help the person you had a conversation with grow. Yeah. Again, the whole idea of, some people not being brave enough to like step up and yep. have those, those conversations. And that book does kind of talk about that too. There was one uh, example of how nobody would stand up to this manager. He would, he, he was basically making the team and the company suffer just because nobody would ever say anything about some mm-hmm. of his dangerous ideas for the company. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Good. Um, what I, I get, what I'll add, I'll just put my little four cents in, but what put I your, wanted, put, put a whole quarter in there, girl, put a whole quarter in oh, there. You give me, okay. A quarter. I got a quarter. So, <laughs> um, I wanted, I had just thought about some difficult types of conversations in the workplace that sure. I want, that I just ca- kind of came to mind as you were speaking. Okay. So, uh, one of them that, that comes to mind is a team member, not pulling their weight mm-hmm. that can not only be difficult in the workplace, but also in college, any, 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 any space where you have to work with a team. Sure. Absolutely. Somebody's not pulling their weight. You're thinking about how do I say this to them? Should I even say anything to them? A lot of times people don't say anything to people Mm -hmm. not pulling their weight and it becomes a passive aggressive nightmare at the end um, of the project. So Yeah. yeah, that's one of them. Another one I thought about is giving or receiving constructive or tough feedback. Yeah. So if we think about those annual reviews, we know what it makes us feel like those yeah. paper reviews. Yeah. Um, and I even think a, a little bit about, um, so both in the master's degree program, I've never had my master's, but I, I, I don't have my master's, but I kind of know how these assignments go from like, you know, just being in various classes and mm-hmm. you know, going back for a, a second degree, mm-hmm. but you have you have people that comment on the, on your thoughts. So a lot of times yeah. that can come yeah. off as very, yeah. <laughs> you probably know what I'm talking about. You write something about how you feel or the assignment is to literally go on and like and comment on other, comment yeah. on other uh-huh. people's. Yeah. So I mean, that's, that's something that could be different, difficult. Uh, college students can relate to that. I mean, so let me, let me ask you this. I'm, I'm curious um, what, like for you, what do you feel like is your most like, your most like apprehensive conversation, like anytime this topic comes up, you know, you get a, you get a little, you start to get sweat. You know what I mean? You get a little tight you know, every, every um, time this, this particular topic comes up. Um, what's, what's one that really kind of makes you uncomfortable? Politics, politics. politics. Yeah. Okay. Politics makes me uncomfortable. And also the idea of um, like voting people that don't necessarily agree with voting or, Hey, mm-hmm. I'm not registered to vote. Like, 
because the conversations where I get tight is the ones that I know I can't bite my tongue. Like, I feel like yeah. I will feel like I won't be at peace until I say something. So it's best for me <laughs> to not even hear any of that conversation. So yeah. yeah. That, okay. okay. What would you say one for you would be? Um, honestly, I think the, the, the conversations that make me the most nervous, and this is across kind of any, any field is like when, when people have like certainty about stuff, I'm like, so people, people like one of the things that I enjoy about, like, I guess arguments or, or, or certain conversations, I really, I like playing devil's advocate. I love like, we can, I can do this all day. Right. Um, and so anytime somebody's like, oh, you always, I'm like, oh, I'm about to tear this apart. Oh, go ahead, please keep going. Always what? What do, <laughs> what do we always do? Please, you know? Um, but like little things, things like that, or when people are just very set in their ways, right? I'm a very like open-minded person. I like to consider different opportunities yeah, and are. things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and to me, you know, any, anything's kind of possible. Anything's kind of on the table. Uh, so anytime you kind of and if somebody goes down that direction that like they're they're set like in a particular way, like I've I've actually learned not to engage in those conversations in the same way because like I don't want to I don't want to upset anybody. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm yeah. not I'm not here to, to hurt your feelings and I'm not necessarily here you haven't asked me to teach you anything. Right. Like right. It, it'd be different if you asked me, you know what, you know. Drew, Drew, I'm trying to figure out, you know, where do you think I'm falling off? You know what I mean? Like, if that was the question, then I can answer that in a certain <laughs> way, right? But if I'm, we're just kind of having a discussion and everybody's presenting their their opinions, um, then I may present my opinion, but I try not to to uh, comment on other people's opinion unless somebody asks me specifically for that kind of feedback. And then I say, like, just thinking about that and then kind of moving toward the, the close of this topic is, something I remember is opinion is not fact. A lot of times mm-hmm. people will take mm-hmm. opinion like as fact. And I mean, sometimes I can be a little bit like I can be the person that I'll say my opinion, but then I will state it as if like, it's a fact, but it, yeah. because I feel like it's a fact to me though. Like yeah. it's my yeah. opinion. So yeah, I'm not changing yeah. it. I mean, you know, everybody has room to grow in different yeah. areas. I love that. I love, I love that. That's, that's, that used to be one of one. Of, I feel like one of my one of my triggers when somebody said it's a fact. I'm like, oh, it's a it's a really? fact. Huh? Okay. Let me stop. It's, a, it. it's a fact. It. Okay, all right. Because I, I feel like all I need is one situation to disprove your fact, and your fact is now invalid, right? Like, Probably being. I bet you be on a mission to disprove. <laughs> I've had some. I've had some good ones. I've had some good ones. So. <laughs> So before we close out, I'm going to finish my little list. I'm going to finish my list of thoughts on different. Okay. Sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt your list, please. It's okay. You know, we, we get a little, we get a little turned around sometimes, but, um, so I'm going to finish. I'm just going to go through all of them. And I want you guys to let me know which one has caused you like a, a, like, you know, some difficulty caused you to sweat a little bit. So team members not pulling their weight was number one, Mm -hmm. giving or receiving constructive or tough feedback. Number two. And then my number three, my third one was too much work assigned, not enough time. So think about the time your manager gives too much work. You don't say anything. And then, hey, maybe it blows up. But that's another tough conversation. And then falling behind on a project or like a mishap or a failure, like where you don't want (laughs) to tell your because you're like, you know what? And this could even be and like think about as kids like where yeah. something happens and we're yeah. trying to hide it from our parents or trying to fix it before yeah. they see it so those are all 
difficult and crucial conversations that need to be had because you know it could really change how things go depending on like when you have the conversation or if you had the conversation oh yeah oh yeah that's a, i like the that last one falling behind on a project uh, or mishap or a failure because that's a it's always kind of a personal thing right you don't want to you don't want to tell people um but it's also one of those things that you know the the longer you don't say anything, the worse that it gets, right? Exactly. exactly. <laughs> so it's kind of a catch-22, um, but it's, you know, it's, it is, that is definitely um, a conversation um, that can, that can cause some, uh, some hairs to stand up when you have to have it. <laughs> some yeah. anxiety. Yeah, for sure. For sure. All right. So moving on out of topic time, um, we had a new segment that Drew introduced last week and Here. he will be giving us our pick of the week. So tell us, tell us a little bit, Drew, about what pick of the week is and what we're doing here as we actually plug our first one of season two. All right. Pick of the week. So our, uh, the segment pick of the week is really just our chance to, to highlight a person, place, or thing, right? <laughs> um, but something that something that stands out, we could be congratulating somebody on, on recent success. It could be job opportunities. It could be a a company that's doing some some interesting innovations, mm. um, really anything of interest to the the engineering or or really our community, not even necessarily engineering. Yes. Our our meaning us and you yes, guys, sir, right? Us. <laughs> um, so our community, um, and we take a, take just a little time to kind of highlight it, give it some attention um, to to uh, to kind of help share share the love, right? You know what I mean? It's it's there's always a, a lot. We're we're a big something that I think is important. Um, is 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 being able to highlight um, what other people are doing well as also right. It's not just about us as individuals. Um, it's not just about you as individuals. But we want to see everybody succeed. And so when people succeed, we want to we want to give them some cheers, right? We want to give them some cheers. So can I all can right. I go ahead and can I go ahead and share oh, it with the people? Drum roll. Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. Today's pick of the week: Regina King makes history as the first black woman director to premiere at Venice Film Festival. Ooh. Yes. Not yes. from Miss Hall. I, hey, well, I got to, I want to hear Tori's comment about this because Tori is a, a writer. She's, she's into film. I don't know anything about the Venice, Venice Film Festival. Um, but what does this, what does this mean for you as a woman, one, a black woman, Mm-hmm. too, um, but also somebody that wants to be in that kind of industry. Well, first of all, I will say I almost butchered her name because I was like Regina Hall. But yeah, let me make this clear. <laughs> Regina King. <laughs> yeah, Regina King. Um, so it makes me uh, proud. And like, I feel like it's great to hear like when black women like break through the mold and some of these and that become the first in these, these type of situations. So mm-hmm. just like with Venice Film Festival being a major film fest in Italy and just knowing, then I'll, I'll look, I'll put it, I'll take it a little bit into like politics and how we, we know that we have our first black VP. It gives other like younger people, people that are coming, coming up or coming up in the film industry yeah. or aspiring, just it gives them an opportunity to know that they can. So I just, I think it's, it's just great just to, to have that. So every, so people that are like, have these aspirations know that it's possible. If it's yeah. happened to her, it could happen for them. Yeah, too. They could do it. I could do it too. 
Yes, yes, yes. So okay. congratulations, Miss Regina Hall. That is All right, Miss King. Come on now, Miss King. Oh my, I said Regina Hall again. You're still, is still my... saying Regina Hall. Goodness, Regina King. My <laughs> apologies. I am tripping. <laughs> okay. So it's, it's uh, better, it's better than Iska. We do we had oh, we had we'll called never, out Iska. You know what I'm saying? We'll before, never forget but, that Iska. We love you. We love you, Issa Ray. We love you. We do. Man, she's doing some major things. Killing so, it. So um, so this week we have awkward af so if you remember last week we had ask engineerish that came from cora so that was great this week we have awkward af uh oh uh oh feels like i'm picking on drew but it's just the two of us so i mean just the not. two of us <laughs> so your awkward af question are you ready for it let's do it since we got awkward a little let's awkward. do it okay so on this segment of awkward af drew you have to answer a question that could make you feel kind of awkward. Let us know mm -hmm. what you did about it and how you would handle this situation. So this actually becomes a crucial conversation. So I can't <laughs> wait to see what you say. So put yourself in a place. You see your best friend's new boyfriend or girlfriend out with someone uh -huh. who appears to be more than friendly. So what would you do about this, Drew? So first, I, I first I want whoever the whoever the person is that's out, right? The, okay. the boyfriend or the girlfriend. Uh -huh. I want them to see me see them. <laughs> oh, I want them to see because I want them to know that I know. Okay. I want them to know that I know. Um, I mean, if they don't, whatever. But I want them. If I have a preference, I want them to see <laughs> you me. You want them to see you, okay? Yeah. Um, but I'm not going to tell my friend. I'm not going to tell my friend because I feel like. It's not my place to tell my friend what what I will say. What I will say is you might want to go talk to your uh, to your partner. And if they ask me why I that's between you and your partner, you should, you should go talk to your partner. I, I'm not I don't want to be in between nobody's relation, nobody's relationship. Every yeah, relationship is hard. I don't want nobody to ever, ever come back and say, well, Drew said. No, he didn't. Drew didn't say nothing. No, and he didn't. You will be, you will be the guy like, don't shoot the messenger. Isn't that the thing? I did, like, yeah, right. I didn't have nothing to do with this. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and, and the reason why I feel like I want the person out to see me is because like, <laughs> I feel like when you know somebody that knows you, you start feeling more guilty than you did before when you thought it was a secret. Yeah. And so yeah. now you, you know, now you think about, man, should I say something? Or exactly. Is he going to say something? You know what I mean? So so it's like, I better beat him to the punch, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I don't even want to, I don't even want to be a part of it. Like, I, I don't, I don't, this doesn't have anything to do with me. This is between y'all. I don't know what y'all relationship. <laughs> y'all might have, you know, some polyamorous thing going on and I don't know about it. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, that's, a, that's another point. Look, yeah, I don't wait. This, this ain't none of my business. You know what I mean? Like whatever y'all doing, that's your day. That's what you happy. I'm happy. And I love, I actually love the idea of you wanting them to see you. Cause I feel like in that case, I would make it a way where I had to make them see me. So I yeah. could like get it off my conscience. Like yeah. they saw me, what they do from here is up to them, but they yeah. know I know, right? Uh-huh. Oh, absolutely. Okay, absolutely. I that's like that's it. definitely, that's definitely how I'm how I'm handling it. I like that. I like that. All right. Is there is this are we coming to the end or am I am I no. right? Am no, I you are you are absolutely right. We we are coming to the wind down, the wind down <laughs> phase. Um, of this episode but 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 
right? Mm -hmm. We never end an episode without ending on a high note. So I will ask for myself and for the beautiful people that are out there listening <laughs> to us, Tori, if you would, please share a little inspiration with us. So as we move into our day, our week, our night, whatever we may be moving into or out mm -hmm. of, give us a little <laughs> inspo as we go on our way. I sure think I can manage that. So let me have a little bit of a crucial conversation with Drew and the listeners. Come on, put it on me. So Drew, kind of this inspiration was inspired by Drew. I see him with this heavy load of 30 pounds on his back. So I look at, you know, life like we're all we're on this journey and we're always going to have some type of load that we're carrying. And so mm -hmm. sometimes the load may feel lighter some days. Sometimes it may feel heavier some mm -hmm. days. I know last year, you know, for COVID-19, a lot of people's load felt heavier. I mean, we were dealing with a lot, not only from COVID, but also like a lot of the, you know, racial injustices that were going on and that are still going on, but they were felt like very heavy uh, last year. So my inspiration here for Drew as he runs the Spartan race and for mm -hmm. others as mm -hmm. we're carrying these loads um, to keep going. So I just think about the idea of, like if you keep going, it eventually gets easier. The load mm -hmm. feels lighter, but if you stop, like you take several breaks or you're just like, you give up. I mean, you're, you're like missing a point. So everybody, like, even though your load is heavy, like the journey may seem unseen whatever the case may be, but keep going. And I know that it will get lighter along the way. You'll learn some lessons and you'll, you'll not only learn lessons, but you'll learn of better ways to manage the load and carry it like as you yeah. go. So that's my inspiration. For I like it. Don't please. just go through it, grow through it. I like yes, it. Come yes, on now. Yes. Come on now, Tori. Okay, okay. <laughs> awesome. Right, so that is our episode for this week. And as always, we'll look forward to checking in with you next time. We'll be back. Bye. Peace. Bye. <laughs>